Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. There's a lot of us right here. <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> Natalie, Bree, John, Sam, Brittany. He remembered everyone's name. Yeah. I work with all of them, so it's, it's awesome. It does. It's awesome. We got tired of trying to pick for a different podcast and figure, let's just chuck everybody in one See, room. that's what you want when we're tired. Yeah, well, we're just, I didn't. He, we just like having everyone on. That's a really positive way to there say we go. it. Except we don't have Bill. Bill's... It's obvious. Meandering it's up the coast. So. Yeah. Yep. Bill's yeah. in Oregon. It's Anybody okay. know where he's in Oregon right now? <laughs> Cannon Beach. No yeah. idea. Oh, Cannon Beach. Yeah. Speaking of friendship, which we're going to do, that's not very friendly of him to not take us. No. Yeah. Not at all. We could do a true face retreat up there. Yeah. We sure could. How many times have we said that? Yeah, a lot. Right. Australia. Where were the other places? <laughs> Caribbean or Caribbean. One of the two. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's right. Don't worry. We don't go. So you don't have to You don't have to be sad. And how little would Bill like all of us right now with he and Grace? If we just very little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very little. Hey, we're here. Unless there was yeah. fishing. Yeah. Then we could go. But we continue to be going through Proverbs. And we're, we're applying grace and new covenant uh thinking the new covenant reality new covenant freedom to all the truth that is in proverbs which doesn't get taken away it just gets enriched with the beauty of the freedom in this new life and we decided that we were going to talk about this crazy hard thing of of friendship Mm -hmm. um wow but we have some verses that we think are really going to be encouraging for the next couple of weeks um and if you know we're just full of it then you can just stop listening to us it's okay um But one of the ones that we pulled and that we really thought was, whoa, that one at first glance is scary, but good. Proverbs 27, 6 says, faithful are the wounds, not words, wounds, like sore, like ouch of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And so we're thinking, do we have any uh, stories that are around that realm? Yeah, this... This makes me think, actually, because of this Proverbs podcast we've been doing and talking about wisdom, and you guys know there's, for a couple of weeks we've talked about yeah. giving people access to your life and how important that is. Well, the annoying thing about working here is that stuff starts to get to you. <laughs> and a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how long it was, um, maybe three or four weeks, uh, Bree and I were in the car after work. We were actually, if you saw our story, we were going to pick up a band that was stranded in the middle of the Arizona desert. Oh, that was we the time that. when we you did, did it. Yeah, so we had ah. two hours in the car, so you get to, you know, talking. And <laughs> while we were driving, I was reflecting on just what we'd been talking about at work. And and I told Bree, you know, I'm sure there are things about me that I don't see. And I just want you to know I really want to hear them. And I, I want you to tell me. I don't think you're like storing them up or something, but when you see them, when you think of them, just know that I I really want you mm-hmm. to tell me because I'd rather know than have, you know, something that everybody can see, but I don't know about, you yeah. know, that's not, that's not what you want. And I know because of what we've been talking about here, I know that everybody has that. We all have things that we can't see and God made us that way with blind spots so that we need other people to tell us what we can't see. So thankfully it had kind of shifted from not no longer being a, am I one of those crazy people that can't see something in my life or that being a shameful thing to being like, I know this exists. I know there are things and I just want you to know verbally, I really want to hear them. Um, so so then, good. Cue this weekend. 
Yeah, this weekend, I, I don't think I would have ever brought this up if it wasn't for Brittany first taking that step of just courage and and, and trusting me with our friendship that um, inviting me to speak into that. And there was something that I never would have noticed before, but I think just having her bring that up first, it was made aware of more of my heart. And we got to talk about something that I don't think I would have ever noticed or picked up on or even brought up um, if it wasn't for that conversation that we had. And this past weekend, actually, we got to talk about something that um, that was kind of hard and is difficult and does affect people. And we got to talk through that. And I don't think either of us would have ever done that initially if we weren't to have looked, in, looked into this mm-hmm. and thought of it. Yeah, and I know... I mean, I struggle with being defensive and really frustrating about myself when people bring things to me. It's really easy for me. I'm to... mayor of that town. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm one of your citizens, yes. and um, it was interesting. Even as you know, Bray brought up the conversation and started it with. So I, I do have something that I've noticed that I wanted to tell you about, and it might be hard to hear. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was just theoretical. (laughs) I wasn't ever expecting you to do it. You get out of the car. That was just to give me kudos. (laughs) Um, And it's interesting that that, that's happened to me before. I've had people approach me um, about things, and usually it... I kind of freeze and I my mind goes blank or I immediately start jumping to all the things that they might say or I get afraid or I get defensive or I get ashamed already without yeah. even knowing what it is. Yeah. And I really – I felt myself just kind of settle mm. and lean forward and, and I really did – I wanted to hear. And I knew it could be hard and it, it was hard. It wasn't a nice thing to hear. It was a way that I can affect people. And I – it was just really interesting to me that because – it was because I knew that Brie was for me. I knew that she wasn't wanting to hurt me. She wasn't wanting to criticize me. She was saying, hey, I believe you, that you want to love people better. And because I love you, I, I want to help you. And that meant that I could receive it. And that doesn't mean I always know what to do with it or I'll go perfectly from here on out at all. But um, it was really cool to actually see these truths play out in real time, in discomfort, in messiness. Was it scary for you to do it? You said, you know what, she's asked me to do it, and I have thought of something, but now I actually have to go to her, and I know I'm risking something. Well, for sure. I think this is not always the case, but I think I just trust our friendship so much, and I think we have gone through so much that I trusted her words when she said she was inviting me into that and trusting that when she asked those things, she meant it, not just hypothetical. Like you said, oh, I'm going to tell you this for credit, but actually I want to hear it. You know, no, that was real. That was authentic. And so me trusting her and her words, that that's what she meant. And so, yes, of course, it was uncomfortable. No one ever wants to point out the hard things because it is uncomfortable. But knowing really good could come of it, I think was worth it. And again, I just trust our friendship that it's vice versa. Um, that if I were ever to say something or she would ever say something to me, it's out of love, not out of spite. Um mm. And if we were saying that mm, three years ago, you know, yeah. we never would have we never would have done yeah. this. Oh no! And this doesn't happen overnight. It's not just like oh, we started working here and now it's <laughs> easy. It's it's hard and it takes work and it takes mm-hmm. nurturing and it takes conflict and it just just in case any of you guys are listening and think that this just happens overnight or is easy or. Well, you got it from, as David said, listening to a podcast. Right. No. You, you, and we just, just sat near yeah. John long enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that just like all of you, it takes 
hard work. Yeah. This is the hard work of grace. Yeah. Yeah. What convinced you to, or anyone else, that it was uh, valuable, that it was worthwhile, that the risk was worth whatever possible reward <laughs> might be out there? Why, why did you do it? I think I had, for me, I'd finally actually become convinced that it, this was true of everyone, that it wasn't mm. something to be ashamed of, mm. but that mm. every single one of us has things that we can't see sure, and that we yeah. need other people to see. Um, weirdly, as a benefit of working here, because we all know each other really well mm-hmm. and, and none of us are perfectly mature. Like we all, we all have, we all need other people. And I had finally become convinced that that was true. And that mm-hmm. that must mean that there were things that were true for me. Huh. And that if I asked it, asked it, <laughs> if I asked. There's one of them right there. <laughs> if I asked people that really knew me and loved me, that only, only good could come of that. I could only learn to love people better if it was someone that really loved me and knew me. Like It, it was going to be uncomfortable no matter what, but I didn't want to keep going knowing that there were things I didn't know about the way that I treat people or affect people. Or... But, it, but it is a high risk because our shame says I'm uniquely messed up. I'm uniquely have issues that others don't have. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm asking for it, I'm going to hear about these things that make me uniquely mm-hmm. unhealthy. And so our shame yells that to us. There's a little bit of safety in this kind of scenario in that there's an opportunity for someone to stick up for someone else and not have the issue be me. Like if I'm bringing something to you and it's always about me, then there can be even more defensiveness. And sometimes when it's about if you've asked and someone else is willing to say it and it's about someone where it's not necessarily a conflict between you and I, um, sometimes it can, it can be more easily heard. And I'm not saying that this necessarily the situation for this time or that that's exclusive, but there is an opportunity for like, Oh, you're thinking of this other friend of mine who we both love. Look, you love me. We all love other people. You, uh, whatever it is, if you're affecting a community or group of people, then that's, yeah, there's it's a cool thing. Yeah. It is. What made it worth it for you, Brie? I think in ironically with David's example, um it was when we, when we talked about it, it was how we affect other people and so it wasn't just myself, it was it was all of us in community and so I think knowing that it knowing good could come of that hard topic, um I think was enough to even bring it up and again trusting you and trusting your heart and trusting that you were going to receive it well um it the risk was far greater or like far less of a, of a risk you know what i mean yeah um because there are some people who i i would not want to risk that hard topic because it wouldn't be received well and i wouldn't it, it would maybe be received very poorly um does that mean that i don't risk then talking about those hard things i don't know it depends um yeah but Hard to tell. Mm-hmm. That's where that, that permission comes in where, and then I've even had friends that have said that. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you want to hear. I think you're saying that because it makes you feel good. I don't think you actually want to hear from me. And, and for you to believe that Brie 
Knowing that about you and telling that about you doesn't make you a second-class citizen in 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 the environment mm-hmm. is crucial. Yeah. And then then I read twenty seven nine where it says oil and perfume make the heart glad and the sweetness of a friend comes from their earnest counsel. And so Brie got to be like that sweetest perfume to you, mm-hmm. and and you end up even though it feels like it could be like a wound. Gosh, it's the most precious thing that friends can do. I think, too, that because Bree knows the the level of vulnerability that Brittany gave to her, that when Bree is thinking about her own life, she realizes Mm. that Brittany knows what a treasure it is to be trusted. All right, we'll see you guys next week on the True Face Podcast. Thanks for coming by.